Native and non-fungible tokens, we've got that. And what's the deal with Babel fees, where network transaction fees are paid with native tokens, not ADA? Sounds like blockchain sorcery? It's really not. We've got the details. And the YubiKey, renowned for its authentication and security features, it's a must-have for you Cardonians, and Vic with Sparta Stake Pool tells us why. That's today on your Cardano Update. Hello and welcome to your Cardano update. Today is the 2nd of March, 2021. I'm James Kiever, one of three stake pool operators at United Stakes of Cardano, the stake pool responsible for bringing you this newscast. If you enjoy our content, please like it and subscribe. But if you're motivated to do more, you can always delegate to our pool. Our ticker is USA01. Just search for us on Daedalus or Euroy. Cardano made history yesterday at 4.44 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the border of Epic 251. That's when the Merry Hard Fork took effect, bringing with it native asset and non-fungible token support. Input-Output released a flight version of Daedalus that supports these new features, with an official version of Daedalus expected to drop in the near future. A truly historic time for the Cardano blockchain as we await the next hard fork, Alonzo, and with it full smart contract support. Input Output released details last week on their plan to open transaction fees up to be paid with any token on Cardano, not just ADA. They're calling it Babel Fees after the famed Babelfish in Douglas Adams' classic The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. In the book, a small fish, so-called the Babelfish, was placed in the ear canal of one seeking audible universal translation of all languages spoken across the known universe. Similarly, Babel fees open up the possibility for transaction fees on Cardano's blockchain, whether you're transacting in ADA or not, to be translated or converted into any token on the network. This means if you're sending no more tier coins, the network can support paying the fee for that transaction in no more tier coins. The trick actually opens up a whole new world for stake pool operators who can now declare the ratio of native tokens to ADA they'll accept to cover that transaction. Put another way, Alice can send Bob 100 no more tier coins and pay for the transaction in no more tier coins if a stake pool operator can be found who will take three no more tier coins to intervene with real ADA and pay the transaction fee. As it stands, Chuck, a stake pool operator, has advertised that he's happy to put through no more tier coin transactions at a rate of three no more tier coins to every one ADA. Alice likes this deal and boom, ladies and gentlemen, that is how transaction fees will be paid in native tokens that are not ADA. We'll be sure to include a link to the Cardano Foundation article all about Babel fees, which goes into way more detail in the description of this video. Lots of really cool features coming to the Cardano network, and with the substantial value increase of ADA, it's a good idea to discuss ways of protecting yourself in this increasingly complex digital environment. One way to add a level of proven protection to your identity and transactions is with a novel security device called a YubiKey. Joining us to discuss why the YubiKey is a great security tool that should be in everyone's cybersecurity arsenal, our resident cybersecurity expert. He's the stake pool operator for Sparta Stake Pool. Vic, good to see you again. Thanks for having me, James. Appreciate it. 
So a few weeks ago, I tweeted about the YubiKey. I tagged you, and it's crystal clear people are really interested in this thing. If you would just start by telling us what's a YubiKey and what does it do? The YubiKey allows you to do two-factor authentication using a physical token. And the advantage of that is that you have to physically interact with the token in order for the authentication process to be completed. So um, things like the Authenticator app or like SMS are less secure than using a physical token like a YubiKey. So the biggest question I get, and uh, it's kind of a little bit more complicated than what it just sounds like on the surface. What if you lose your YubiKey? You can't really back it up. What, what should you do? Is it a common practice to have one YubiKey, two YubiKeys? I mean, what do you suggest? You should always have at least two YubiKeys. Um, you know, you have one that you can carry with you on your keychain or, you know, on your person. But then have a second one as a backup, you know, have it in the safe or some, you know, somewhere where you, uh, you have confidence is, is in a safe place. Um, but at least two. I personally have, uh, I think, six at this point. So. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, I got to get my second one. I only have one, but uh, all right. So I know what I got to get next. Now, both Cardano delegates and stake pool operators can benefit from the YubiKey. Let's start with delegates. How would you suggest they start using a YubiKey? Yeah, so uh, let's start with delegates. Uh, the first uh, thing that I strongly recommend is connecting a YubiKey to your exchange accounts. So let me uh, share my screen and show you exactly how you would do that. I am connected now to Kraken, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and sign in. Now notice I'm using a LastPass because I have a strong password set up here, and I'm using my YubiKey to, as, as the, uh, the method to authenticate into LastPass as well. Now, once I sign in, now Kraken is asking me for the two-factor authentication. I've got it set up for the YubiKey. So now, now I'm going to press the YubiKey, interact with it, and now the authentication process is complete. So in order to, uh, to set this up, you go on the security uh, two-factor authentication settings, and you'll, you'll notice multiple panels. The first panel is for setting up the authentication itself. Um, and, and this gives you the option to either do a Google Authenticator app or do, do the YubiKey. You have to select either or, in this case, just like the UBK. Um, setting it up is pretty, pretty simple. They, they, they walk you through the process. And then you can enable these other functions here. So this one is for funding. So this is for any time you transfer funds in or out of, of the, uh, the account, you would have to use a UBK. And then the, the third panel here is for trading. For this one, it's um, the trading uh, piece of it uh, only allows you to configure it with a uh, Authenticator app, like Google Authenticator. Um, so you can use that there. And then the last one is very important. This is where you would configure your second UV key, your backup key. This is the master key that allows you to, to uh, act as a recovery key if you lose your, 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 uh, your primary key. And so those four settings is what, what I would recommend for you, anyone to, uh, to configure for the Kraken. Okay, perfect. Now, what about stake pool operators? How can they benefit from UV keys? Yeah, so for stake pool operators, it's a little bit different. Um, using a bastion host for SSH is, is a best practice. Um, now, using a bastion host with a YubiKey uh, takes that one step further. Um, this means that when you authenticate into your infrastructure, uh, you, again, you have to use that physical token in order to do that. So let me, uh, let me show you uh, a demonstration here of how that would work. And this is just infrastructure that I've set up for, for testing. So anyone who has any bright ideas, this, these IP, address will not, IP addresses will not be valid once we complete this video. Uh, so, so what I have here is I have two different machines that reside uh, within Google Cloud. 
This diagram here shows how they are configured. Of course, there's a, the firewall, main firewall for Google Cloud. Um, the Bastion host sits in front of the Cardano node. Um, and um, I'm connecting from my home workstation here through my home router over to the cloud. So what this means is that whenever I try and SSH into my Cardano node, it's going to be transparently passed through the Bastion host. So you'll notice this SSH command with the dash J, capital J, and two IP addresses. The first IP address is the, is the external IP address of the Bastion host. The second IP address is the internal IP address of the Cardano node. When I hit enter, the YubiKey is now prompting me to touch it. I'm going to do that once and then twice, and this authenticates me into the Cardano node. Um, so, so again, this just um, improves your security dramatically. Excellent, Vic. If people want to find out more, where's probably the best place they should start? So uh, we're going to include a, uh, a small tutorial with the show notes. Uh, we're also going to include a couple of uh, links, so one to like YubiKey and some other links that are uh, helpful for anyone pursuing this, um, this topic. Perfect. He's a stake pool operator for Sparta Stake Pool, ticker SPRTA, our resident cybersecurity expert, Vic. Vic, we'll talk to you again next month. Thank you so much. Okay, folks, that does it for us today. We do appreciate you tuning in all the way to the end of the show. Please be sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel if you're not already, and consider delegating to our stake pool, United Stakes of Cardano, ticker USA01. If you saw something on today's show and would prefer to reach out to us rather than leave a comment below, you can do so on one of these channels. Again, we appreciate you watching. We'll see you again at the end of the week. I'm James Kiever, and that's your Cardano Update.